0: We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I cannot wait for you to meet our guest today and dive into this really pretty important topic, especially right now. So I have invited Andrea Paquette on the show. It's a super exciting day to be launching this because just a few days ago, she had her first book um, hit bookshelves everywhere. So we'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute. But I want to tell you a little bit about Andrea because I think this story is fascinating. So she is a pediatric nurse practitioner and a holistic nurse practitioner, and she helps find natural treatments for emotional and mental health issues. And right now, she would say in women, adolescents, and children, but her private practice started with children. And then she started to see how the mothers of the children that she was treating were struggling with chronic stress and low energy and just this feeling of being disempowered. And as she was telling me this, and as I was reading more and more about Andrea, I was like, oh, yes, 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 this is this is a big problem. And so she just recently, the book that she wrote that we all have to get is called Lovable. And this book came out of her life's mission to support people on their journey to vibrant physical and emotional health, happiness, and really fulfillment in life. And I just love where she's come from and where she's gotten to. I just think that this work is, is so important and she has so many amazing, valuable strategies to share with us today. And I will say that this journey of Really, this to me is at the heart of what one what might mean when they say a mom should put her oxygen mask on first, because there's it's so true that we need to do this, but I think that this gets misconstrued all the time about what it means to actually do that. And I really do believe that Andrea's work gets to the heart of what it actually means to get your oxygen mask on and how that can transform not only your life, but the lives of everyone in your family. And I would go on to say everyone that you touch. It really is. It's something that spreads, right? That, that lovability. So we're going to get her on the show in one second. I hope you're excited to meet her. And before we do that, I just have two quick announcements. So number one, next week, we are hosting a week of being in the flow And I would love you to join us. Like our program, Flow 365, this week is designed kind of like a gym. We have less going on in this week than we have going on in Flow, but it might look like a lot when you first look at what we're offering. And What I really want you to do is just come to what resonates. We basically, for six days in a row, have a meeting to support you in Planning your week, really committing to your week, following through on what you've said you're gonna do. This is what all the all the different opportunities to meet up. They they all have a, a slightly different twist. But if you can't come to everything, don't worry. Just come to what you can or to what resonates. But my goal is that you really experience this process of planning your week from a truly feminine perspective, which is a little different than how we usually might plan our week. It's it's going to be a different process, and I'm going to talk everyone through that on Sunday evening. It will be recorded, um, but on Sunday evening, I'm going to talk through the process of making your plan for the week in this new way. And then we're going to go through the process of, of how to really let yourself be supported as you claim what you want and and walk toward it. So that's what the week is about. So go to plansimple.com and please decide to join us. I think you're going to love it. There's really no reason not to sign up if you even just want a tidbit about about planning and a little bit of support in in following through on what you say you want to do. So that is happening, coming up very soon. So go check that out. And then the other thing that we're doing coming up is We're having a couple three-hour planning retreats, three-hour planning workshops where in that time you are going to be fully supported in creating a 90-day plan. Um, a really well-rounded one. So one that includes how you might be building your business in 90 days, how you're you're going to show up as a mother or a wife, what needs to happen around the house, what's going on with your food and your health. We're going to look at all the different pieces and make sure they're all talking to each other in a way that really makes sense for the season that you are in right now. So that is those are available and coming up. And those are for a small fee. And the week planning, by the way, is free. So come to it, tell your friends about it. All of this is available at plansimple.com. And I would love to see you um, at any of those events and really support you in imagining and really leaning into your best life and what that looks right now. And it is a it's a kind of crazy time. I don't think it's a time to to do this alone. And sometimes, if especially when things are feeling out of whack, it's really helpful to talk some of this out, to say some of it out loud, to give yourself the space to really even understand what you want. That really helps us to to live into these lives that That we want to be exciting and vibrant and fun and all the things. um, And sometimes it doesn't, sometimes we feel a little bit more stuck. So go check that out, plansimple.com. I would love to support you in whatever way I can um, this season. All right. So, with no further ado, let's get the amazing Andrea on the show. Hey, Andrea. Welcome to the Plan Simple podcast. Hi,
1: Mia. Great to be here.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, I'm Pretty excited to dive into this topic today because um, what you teach about is I think something I see coming up so, so, so often as, as really the thing that gets in the way of, of women moving in the direction that they've even decided that they want to move in. But it's this little, this little voice inside that doesn't um, allow us to move, move forward. So tell us a little bit before we dive into all the meat, tell us a little bit about where you're coming from, who you are, and feel free to talk work, but also home so that we yeah, get sure. the, the full picture. Yeah.
1: yeah so, um, yes, uh, let's see. I'm an uh, older woman uh, now. I'm 60 years old <laughs> and uh, my I have grown children. And um, so this has been a great time of my life the past 10 years or so to really dive into my own interests and have the time. Um, I'm a holistic pediatric nurse practitioner, and I specialize in pediatric mental health. And um, I love what I do. I love the kids that I work with. But what happened was over the years, I found that their moms are not doing well. <laughs> you know, and the moms need help. And I did, I, I still do a lot of counseling with the moms and the children, because it's so needed. And, um, and then I, I'm, i you know, being in that sort of change of life into an older woman, um, and kids are gone empty nest, I had my own realizations about how much anxiety, um, depression kind of symptoms, and just this low self worth, that was really in my way a lot throughout most of my life. And I recognized it in these moms um, trying to balance their whole life, raise their kids well, um, do their job well. Um, Some of us who are sort of perfectionists or, or (laughs) really like to learn the next thing and keep going forward and, and uh, you add more things to your plate so that's sort of my story that I ended up writing my book lovable. And it's, it's for these women with my own personal stories and some of my client stories sort of woven into um, that hook, that whole topic. Uh, so that's where I'm at. I love today.
0: that. <laughs> so I have a question about the title and, and what it means, but before I do yeah. that, I just want to share like coming from a similar perspective. It's funny because, you know, I feel like ever since I I st- I used to actually own a design company so I'll say since becoming a coach roughly 10 years ago I um I've talked a lot about the oxygen mask like analogy of really taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of our kids and you know for me that very much started with with food that's sort of where I started and became more of a health coach and then as I moved into a more holistic View, you know, I, I always say that with a lot of disclaimers and whatnot because I feel like it's just become this phrase that we share. And this past year with a teen, which people listening, I've, I share this story kind of often in as much detail as I find appropriate um, for my daughter's privacy. But um, we were dealing with a mental health crisis basically in our household. And I started off by looking for so much help for her. And I ended up realizing that what she needed was me at a different level. And I ended up really diving into my own work as a mother and as a woman and it was amazing. And it was like the real version of what it's like to get your oxygen mask on first. So I
1: really appreciate what you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, that that deep down stuff that we have ignored, and we've learned to live with, and just function on this top superficial level, because we function well, you know, we're intelligent, we know what's going on, we know what we want in life. And we know how to do it. Yeah, but we're pretty good at it. <laughs> and we're good at it, right? And and I mean, this is women. So all women um, know how to multitask, know how to care for everybody. Those are our natural talents. But we, we overuse them to get by, right? To, to make life work. Yes. But meanwhile, we're like empty inside. Meanwhile, yeah. we're neglecting not just our physical health, but our emotional health. You know, our what we want. And if we talk about the title of the book, Lovable, we forget to turn all of that awesomeness right inside back to ourselves and yes. be generous and kind and caring to ourselves. Um, and we just we just end up empty, sort of. Um, you know, this is when you get towards st- chronic stress and burnout, um, where and And we get satisfaction from the outer things we do, right? And that fills us a little bit. We get these little trickles of our kids are doing well. We're advancing in our job, these kinds of things, or we're doing our own business, and it's going well. Um, but we just keep pulling from that bucket and not refilling it,
0: yeah. And it's interesting because, like, actually, in my case, I had done a lot of inner work. Like I had done, years of inner work. And yet there was still this like layer that actually had a lot to do with lovability. Um that I just hadn't, you know, I hadn't I hadn't gotten to yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's very true for me too. And my whole life has been um a lot about my own um, mental, emotional, physical health and really trying to take good care of myself, um, understand myself, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, where I need help. Um and what keeps surprising me, even now, is there's always more to be done. There's always more ways to look at ourselves and help ourselves and and dig down a little deeper. The book really uncovers some of the really deep, sort of hidden wounds. I'm going to call them that we were sort of, that were sort of programmed into us from childhood, depending on what kind of life you had as a child. Um, what happens to us in our household in those early years up to six years old is very, very important. It programs our brain. It programs our perception of the world, our perception of ourselves, and um, and we can get stuck there. We can get stuck there and have this sort of very childlike need for if a, if a parent was absent just emotionally, just was busy with their own stuff, and there was just too much um, other things that needed attention then the child feels like maybe I'm not worth the parents' attention. Cause they're little, they have, you know, we, we were, we were tiny. We had a little tiny brain. We had no idea how to understand all of that. And we just take on this idea. And this is just one of the many would be something like, well, nobody likes me. Nobody cares about me. Or I'm not just, you know, what I want or need is just not high on the ladder. I'm not important. And if we all look really deep down, we all have something like that or or more than one of those that is driving like every behavior well let's take that one what what do you do
0: with that in your adults like like what does that look like to sort of yeah. go back there and heal that? Yeah,
1: um, it, it's a big process. So we, again, we mentioned you know earlier, just doing. We've done so much of our own inner work, and there's still more to do. And this is the real big deep dive. Um, when I have yeah. some of my coaching clients, um, will are really willing to go there. Some are not, or not really able to. And, and depends on where you're at. But it, it it's hard. It looks rough. <laughs> it is not easy stuff to really. Um, And you can get, you can start to do lots of the practices in my book, which are meditations and visualizations and ways to get you in touch with your real deep inner self. And then it starts to have a life of its own and some memories come up. Um, I have a client who just over and over, she would be um, like flabbergasted for lack of a better word. that. She says, "Oh yeah, I, ha- I remember this thing now where my mom did this, and I felt like that and, um, and she says, "I see where that comes from where where every time I'm in this situation I feel completely inadequate mm-hmm. and it, that feels so revolutionary or revelatory to <laughs> from for myself and my process and for the women I've worked with that it it just helps to know okay, that's where that's from, and if it was a It was, it's not me. It's not that I, it's not that I am inadequate. It's a belief that was, that was put into me that developed under certain circumstances and I've carried it all this time. Yeah, now
0: I, now I can release it. I mean, I know it's not as easy as that because I've
1: been through it, but yes, (laughs) it's, it's over and over again, right? It come and then, oh, then what happens is that life starts to show you a whole bunch more of those right. kinds of situations because you're in it and you're attracting it. You're just in it. And they say, yeah. Oh, you've got this much healed. Let's give you another situation so you can heal a little bit more. Yeah. So I, yeah. And I want women to know that is perfectly normal. That's how it works. It's not like you're attracting bad things all the time. It's not like you have bad luck. Everything that shows up is for your own growth for your own lessons.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I think that, um, It's funny because I was one of my, one of my ways that I make days flow better is I batch when we're doing these podcast interviews. So I've had some amazing conversations today Mm -hmm. and we were just talking about, um, this idea of, of hard being okay, of discomfort being okay, which I think is, is something, especially as women, I don't, I don't know if there's any reason for that, but especially as women that we, we run from because and and we numb in all sorts of including by staying busy, right? We we don't yeah. we don't allow those those feelings in. And so there's definitely lots of layers, but I can say after a year of allowing the darkness, um, yeah. it's, it's so amazing what's on the other, you know, what you can really be on the other side.
1: And I think it's um scary. Yeah, I think just bottom line is scary, it might take you out for a couple of days. God forbid yeah. you miss all your things for a couple of days, right? That's what we feel like. We're so important to the world and to our family that we can't miss a, a day or even an hour sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I want to talk more about that, but a story's coming to me when my kids were young and I was supposed to be picking them up from school and I was at an OBGYN um, appointment. And I, I suddenly felt very sick at the appointment and I had to stay there longer. And I had I'm late. I remember myself laying down on the table in the exam room, and I was there for an extra hour, and just having to call my husband to say, "Can you pick up the kids instead of me?" I I think I even put on Facebook something like, "Well, the world will have to go on without me for the next hour." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah so right. And that mentality that we're so needed. I, I have it because one of my wounds is I had to take care of um, my mom who had mental health issues. And I didn't have to. I just grew into that role of making sure things were okay around the house because she couldn't always right. manage things, I had to take care of younger siblings. So a lot of us who have that, are, you can find it back in your childhood. And that's why you're you're so good at it and you're so good at throwing yourself under the bus so that everybody else is okay.
0: I love that. And um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'll even share, you know, it's, it's funny how then the universe sort of like, you know, serves you up what you need. Like, I feel like I actually got COVID right in a moment like that, where
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was so attached to everything that was happening. And literally, like I got locked in a room <laughs> in our house for two weeks yeah. so that nobody else got it. And like, it was all fine. And, you know, from that learning, um, a few months later, uh, actually recently, as we're recording this, um, I was able to see that like, Oh, that same behavior, like I could actually get a plane ticket and go visit my brother and my grandmother alone. And still, you know, like I learned that from being sick, you know, which was not the experience I would have taken, but I can still take that and be like, Oh, I can actually do something enjoyable and really for me and like the same things can play out. So it's, it's interesting. And actually if I were to go back even farther and sort of the, 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 the heat, the heart, the, the middle of the craziness, um, that was, uh, a year ago, um, I ended up leaving, uh, with my daughter, um, just so I, I have three kids and we just needed to focus. And, um, you know, that opportunity just sort of like came to me, like, Oh, like maybe we shouldn't be here right now. Like maybe we should go And it, but that, that I went and stayed at, we went and stayed at my parents and we really focused and it gave me the opportunity too um, to have this new framework and this, this new space, um, as well, as well as her, which is why we did it. But, um, it's just interesting how these opportunities just sort of arise <laughs> for you to do the work when
1: you're willing to do the work. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really important for us as women to trust that. Yes, and when something resonates with you, it it's imperative to follow it. it it's not an option. As you know, I don't know about you, but I will weigh it out like crazy. You know, according to everybody else's needs and my needs and work, and weigh it all out and figure it out. And we we have we come up here in our mind and our brain to figure it out. And lately. Even ever, even since I wrote the book, this new thing is, is very much on board with me to practice following whatever resonates and trusting it. And with all the marketing I'm doing for the books, right, which is foreign to me and, (laughs) (laughs) So it's not easy, right? Which I don't like. I I like to do things I already know how to do. (laughs) Um, As do we all, right? Yeah, it feels comfortable. So this is like feels difficult or feels a little sticky pretty constantly. and But I actually do know what to do. Yeah. Because I've been around a long time. I'm a smart woman. (laughs) And I have the skills. I know how to write. So And I have a marketing person helping me. So that all of that the fact this that, that it's hard and I don't know how to do it is a story and because I'm in my head. But if I yeah. come down into my body and I feel what resonates and I don't have a have for me, I this is how I work. I have basic outline of a few things I want to get done that day, and then I choose the things that resonate that day. And I I just let people know like I've gotten rid of any shame around it or any like obligation to meet a deadline that someone else set. And it's been just so much easier and just actually fun to say, I'm gonna grab this part and do what I can and then I'm gonna ask for help. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the part I can and enjoy it and then I'm gonna ask for help for the rest of it. That's that's it. That's like all of life. Just do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah I love that. And I feel like you know around here, we're always talking about sort of like the different areas. And I somehow divided it into four, um, within our system, which is, you know, there's like this wellness piece, there's this lifestyle that's like, you know, relationship and, um, home and family motherhood, um, what I call, um, which is like spirituality, self-care, or that's what I call it and, and work and, and bringing these things into balance. And what I find is that like, you know, last year when I was like really focused on on motherhood and like where I needed to go um mm. to really love myself as a mother, I could like go borrow from I had already loved my body in like my wellness practice, right? So then I could you you can sort of like take from it's just like we we have to zero, we, we wear so many hats. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, it became impossible to like um it almost became a defense mechanism to be in all areas perfectly at once, like yeah. wear all the hats with equal gravitas in the same moment. Like that was almost a defense mechanism not to do this work in one area. You know, it was like, that was busy. That was like literally yeah. busy being the badge of honor.
1: So, yeah. yeah. Yeah and that's a lot and that sounds stressful to me. Yeah <laughs> right? It brings up yeah. stress in me if i say it that you know the way it really is feeling um to to put that on yourself and it sounds like you learned through the covid thing and and others that other things that it will not all fall down without you you know no you, absolutely you not do something sort of halfway and it'll be fine. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, I learned, you know, I had learned that like in, in a few areas and then I, then I got to learn it in motherhood, you know, at the level, at the specific stage I was at, I had learned it when the kids were little at a different, you know, in a different way. And then, and then they became teenagers and I learned it in a different way. And, and as you said, like, you know, now it comes up, like for me now receiving help and that in my business is a whole different thing. Right. So it's like, how do you like, different areas are always bringing up different things. So that to me is just so interesting.
1: Yeah. And I think you're just working that receiving muscle. You're just in a different area. So, but it's still there and strong. So you can use it. That's why you can use it in another area. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead.
0: So let's talk a little bit about this idea. Like, so I feel like there's definitely this, you know, we all have different beliefs that we've inherited from that, you know, pre seven-year-old self or that seven-year-old self. Yet. I also feel like there's this cultural thing that happens in womanhood and and motherhood (laughs) um, about like how it should be hard and stress, like almost like that makes us better. And so I feel like it's really easy to feel like that is the higher ground, that is the way to go. Even though clearly most of us are getting signals that, that's not helpful. So can you talk a little like, because the idea of like being lovable, it being coming from a place of ease, like all of that sounds wonderful. I feel like to everybody for the first 30 seconds, but then a lot of times I think when we really go into it, like,
1: mm. you know,
0: overwhelm and ease, it's actually a tough, a toss up for which one feels more in alignment or better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that and feel that. Um, Yeah. The badge of honor, the working hard that that's comes from our socialization. Um, Yeah. It comes from our upbringing, right. In, in America pretty much about you have to work hard to get ahead and all the beliefs around that. um, And, and women, have it rough because we put it on ourselves to work hard for our family, work hard for ourselves, work hard for our, our business or work that we do. Um, And we, we were raised to be the the fixers, like the ones that hold the whole structure together and make sure everybody else is all right. And your business is going well and, and all of that. So when you have those beliefs from early childhood um, yeah then you're, then you're kind of stuck with these ideals that truly don't serve you. So you're right. So then we bring up something like, it, you know, you forgot to love yourself, and give yourself, <laughs> give yourself some ease, give yourself some help that you're actually a person that counts in, in this whole structure you've, you've set up just as equally as everybody else. So how do we get to a place of having that ease And still feel like we're doing our life the best way. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what I found is that it it really is easier than we think. um, Once we get our... Thoughts in order (laughs) once we really drop a lot of the conditioning, um, a lot of the conditioning about how we should be on all the time or uh, whatever it is, do everything right, not disappoint anybody. There's so some of these underlying emotional beliefs are um, like, I'm just one is I'm not good enough. Just generally, I'm not good enough. I'm not measuring up everywhere. And nobody likes me is another common one. Nobody likes me. Um, there's something wrong with me. There's a big one. There's something wrong with me. And really we, the socialization part, the big part about that is that we are not meant to work in a man's world. The, the, The masculine way that we have learned how to be doesn't fit with the feminine body, right? It just doesn't fit with the feminine body. Um, the linear thinking, the logic, the go, 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 the move forward, the action that we've all learned to value in, in this society. Actually, none of that is feminine. And, and if we actually can start, this is so much about what the book is about to really appreciate love, trust first, know ourselves and what we've got going on in this feminine body that, that are huge strengths if we can start to look at that, believe in that. And like I said, for one, believe in your intuition, believe in what resonates with you, what your body is telling you. And that, that is just so different from how we were raised. So if we try to go there, it feels weird.
0: I love that. I love that. And I feel like if anyone's still listening after we both said how how dark and hard it can be <laughs> to do the work at the very beginning, but I will share that in last year, which I actually consider like a holding of the opposites, like it was the hardest and the most fruitful year of my life, like actually in all areas. And um, a lot of that had to do with um, really leaning into the my own feminine power and intuition and I feel like I was in the present moment like 98% yeah. of the time, which I hadn't allowed myself to do necessarily that often for that prolonged amount of time before. And it's amazing, you know, it doesn't mean that every moment is easy. It wasn't, but uh,
1: I don't know. It's 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 rewarding
0: in it's the Disney Andes.
1: Yeah. I I truly believe. And I've seen several quotes. um, I don't know if Maya Angelou, I'm trying to think of the people, but there's several quotes by people all about like the deeper you go, the higher you fly that kind of like go deep down into the muck, deal with it, figure it out. And then it's, you're free. Like you're, you're freeing energy in your body. That stuff is stuck in your body. Um, That's where it gets stuck. And when you go down deep and really feel it, let yourself cry, um, get help, and free it up, then you actually have the energy flowing through, you can feel energy flowing through your body. And that's the, that's the feminine, that's where it all starts and, and comes from where your decisions can be made. The, and what's the other there's a, the other saying about the brain shouldn't be your master or something like that, that your lead with your heart and your brain will follow something like that. And that's feminine, but we're not, we were never taught to work that way. Yeah. To function that way. And in in fact, many of us were told we were crazy (laughs) because, you know, some
0: days didn't match with the, you know, the model that we were given, which it doesn't, if you're really in your feminine power, like each, yeah. you know, it each day in your cycle to, might be unique. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It doesn't match to the model of success. Well, how are you going to succeed? How are you going to get everything you want if you're sitting in the present moment doing nothing? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but that's exactly. so, certainly not what it is because the present moment is where everything is. Yeah. Not nothing is where everything is. Right. Well, including your thoughts about the past and the future. They're all right now. Right? Right? Oh, right. Are, <laughs> yeah. just more trouble. Um, yeah. 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 And um, what I'm remembering is um, right now for heart energy, I a psychic once told me she felt that I had, she could see or feel a 12 mile wide or thick concrete wall around my heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Whoa, that I felt like really cold and weird. and um, but that's kind of what we do is we we wall off some yeah. emotions, some feelings, the feelings from the body, um, so that we can fit in this world. And I'm suggesting is that we break down that concrete wall and feel into our heart and let our heart lead, yeah.
0: And, and that, and it's interesting because when that happens, like the bad stuff, we don't, we're not judging it. We're not thinking of it as bad because it's just all part of it. Right. It's like, it's like part of the experience, like feeling, we probably feel 50, 50, right? Like, so some of it's good and some of it's bad, but bad doesn't mean we're bad. It just is the feeling we're feeling in that moment.
1: Yeah. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with us, right? Oh my God, this is happening again. When will I ever get better? When will I ever get over this? That, you know, that's suffering, just it, yes. suffering, right? Yeah. But you can, you can actually just be with the feeling and, and be neutral about how you feel about the feeling. <laughs> and,
0: and, that's, and that's, that. and that's so freeing actually, yes. versus the opposite of suffering, which is not very right. freeing.
1: <laughs> and you can be curious even, I say, yeah. oh, here it is again. I'm feeling this opening in my heart or I'm feeling this tension in my stomach. What is that? Yeah. And instead I love of curiosity. Saying, yeah. Instead of like, oh my God, what is this? Now I'm going to feel sick and now this is going to happen and I, and this will fall down and that'll fall down. Go to curiosity, right? Oh, okay. Here's something else coming up. What What is it? Hmm. Yeah. In this moment right here, what's happening or what am I thinking? That maybe is causing this feeling. Yeah, I love that. And that's real
0: self care.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. Through self care, right? Self care is not about putting running on your calendar. Yes. It's about how can you respond to how your body is feeling in in each moment. Yeah, I love that. And
0: yeah, in that most authentic way, like not in the. You know, sometimes I feel like, well, I want to watch TV or I want to eat the candy. So it's like, no, really, what is your body telling you? Really,
1: (laughs) yeah, really, really. right? And it it takes practice, and yeah, quite a like a daily lifetime practice. Yeah, And and our bodies are so.
0: I'm always surprised how like wise our bodies are, right? Like our our brains aren't wise. Like our brains are really taking in all the noise and can lead us in all sorts of directions. But our body and our heart, you know, our heart centered body is is so wise and is healthy, like, you know, like will always veer you in the right direction of of health and balance and happy, you know, happiness at the end of the day. Right. But not, you know, in the moment it might look different.
1: (laughs) What I find tricky, I found it myself and in other women is that they can feel into what they want. Maybe they want to feel more loved or more cared Mm. for, or they want a hug from their, kid who's a teenager and won't hug them, you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. um, you want, you know, you can feel into what you want and then you have a block on how to get it.
0: Yes. There's a block
1: on self-expression, um, because of the socialization or the hidden, the hidden wounds from early childhood. There's a block on, I'm not deserving of what I want and what I need. So what does one, do, what does one do with that block? Well, then that's again the deep diving about yeah. noticing. All you can do is notice, say, okay, that's and and I and I love for me identifying what is this, where did it come from helps me a lot. So that's why I did the book so with tons of stories about children's issues and what happens and real stories from my clients and my, my personal stories, what happens in childhood that are, seem quite innocuous, but, uh, but really over to over time, they, they take you to a place where, am I really lovable? Um, You know, they get puts in, puts you, puts in your psyche, your mind, an idea, a belief that, that maybe I'm not that lovable. Um, maybe I don't matter, you know, my wants and needs have to go on the back burner because other people are more important or other things are more important. So just recognizing that that probably happened to most of us. Um, and, and it, it is called a childhood trauma, um, childhood emotional neglect, but it's completely hidden. I thought I had a perfectly normal childhood up until like my (laughs) forties,
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the forties must trigger something. Cause that's, that's sort of my story too. <laughs> well, and, and it's funny, I'm just going to reflect back. Cause I know that, you know, her, but recently, um, a podcast that went live and we'll link to it in the show notes before you is was Deborah Knight was um, sharing some of her thoughts. And it's interesting because one of the things I asked her about sort of purpose and passion. And one of the things she shared was to go back to your, you know, pre seven-year-old self and find that, find your purpose and passion. So there's a lot of wisdom in our pre seven-year-old selves, right? Both yes. both the hurt and
1: the, you know, the solution. And is, the thing is, cool. it, yeah, in reality, we wouldn't have survived if we had known what we know now back then. Right. We, we did what we had to do to survive the household. Absolutely. And that, and I don't mean survive, like it's a terribly traumatic thing, but for me, I, I'm a highly sensitive person. So th- this, um, this emotional upheaval in my home was, uh, scary. Yes. It, yeah. So it wouldn't look like abuse or trauma, but it was for me. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think that's really important for us all to see
0: in every human, but yes. woman as well. I mean, that to me that. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So the book, so the book is called lovable. Mm -hmm. And it takes us through your story and the stories of, of others so that we can really paint this picture. And then it sounds like there's also exercises and, and different way, a process to bring us through this, this work. Is that true? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the book.
1: Yes, yeah. So it's three sections. The first section is all about the childhood stories, just so you can relate and maybe find yourself a little bit. The middle section is about how this plays out in adulthood, which is kind of what Mm -hmm. we've been talking about Mm -hmm. at work in relationships and with your your own self worth. And the last whole third of the book are I call them holistic healing practices. And they're Um, types of meditations and specific types of meditations visualizations um, journaling prompts that I've learned many different places from different courses I've taken I've used them with my clients I use them for myself Um, and they're just they're they're not hard to do but they're powerful um yeah. you commit to really doing the work then you have this um when i first saw the book the books right here so <laughs> oh i love it it's when i first saw it i said and i didn't know quite if it was going to look slim or thick or like the width of it i couldn't quite picture it and when i felt the way it is it's like this is a guidebook this is a guidebook mm. for women to To come into their full self expression and truly love themselves, because you can just keep going back to the exercises and and keep working on it. Yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. I and I I will I I I share this all the time with guests. Like as as we're as I'm in conversation with guests and also on some of our solo episodes. Like, you know, many circumstances have happened in the past. You know, fifteen years since I sort of officially felt like I was on this, um, the journey that I'm currently on. And um, in everyone, the solution has come from in that area, me finding love and compassion for myself. Um, yes. And, you know, every time, you know, even if that's not where I start (laughs) or I go in circles or I spin or whatever, like that's what I always end up. I I should just, every time anything comes up, I should just start with that question. Like, where am I not loving myself in this situation right now?
1: Right. Um, Right, and because that seems time for us to get in the practice of that, because we've been socialized to think of everyone else first, um, and and that maybe we don't deserve to think about ourselves or feel into ourselves or put ourselves first. Um, Yeah, and it is a a regular practice daily for a lifetime, and it just and that doesn't mean anything overwhelming. It just means this is how your life is now. Yeah. Um, yeah that you're very conscious of these things and how you're feeling and what you need and you're able to ask for what you need it it's quite lovely
0: <laughs> yeah well and it's like you know it's it's lovely because it's it's focused on us right it's like who we it's focused on who we truly are wanting to become and from like as a coming from the world of you know time management which is kind of what we do around here a little bit it is time bending Like it Mm -hmm, literally is how we rearrange what we think is possible in a day. Because when we spend time, I have found that when I spend time doing this work, like what unfolds afterwards, I'm like, wait, how did I do that? Like, how was that
1: possible? How did that happen? It's kind of energy bending too. it. Yeah. you, You just get huge energy when you release some of this, some of these wounds and you're really able to. Feel the love for yourself and feel that respect and admiration for yourself. And, and you're not going to ever hurt yourself ever again. And, and that tells your soul or your spirit, whatever you want to call it, like I've got your back. And to have your own back, I think is, is feels amazing. It's the best so thing you can do for yourself. All right, so this
0: is coming out on a Wednesday, and I believe that your book came out on the Monday, just two days before. So, okay. tell me, tell us about how we can help. Like, wh- we can go get the book. Like, how, yes. how can we support you and getting this lovable message out there? Which I know oh, listeners I would love to do. It. Um,
1: it's been really fun. It's been really fun. You know, a lot of my friends have bought it, and friends of friends, and that you can buy it on Amazon. So you can just Google lovable. Um, and Andrea Paquette. You usually have to put my name with it too, because a few other books with that same name. Okay. Um, and we'll put ready. the link. We'll put the link in the show notes, so yeah, you can just yeah. go click from there. On Amazon and talk to your friends about it. And I mean, this is truly my mission: is is to raise up women into their full self expression and confidence, so we can go and change this world. Yeah. I mean. This which is what needs us people, right now needs us more than ever needs us more than ever. And it is women who are going to shift this world into a more peaceful, loving place, but we've got to heal. Yeah. We've got to heal first.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this. I love that as the ending thought we are going to go heal. Um, thank you for being here today. And, um, everyone, I, I'm, I know I'm have gotten the book. um, And I'm excited to
1: dive into it and read it and put it into practice. So thank you. Well, thank you so much, Mia. This has been lovely conversation and I'm just excited to see how things go forward. Awesome.
0: At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is definitely where real change happens. And the thing about action is that very often when we're in this stuck phase, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like we're not sure what to do next, it can just feel really hard to get into action. But action doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be big. It actually... Is almost more impactful when it's the little things that add up over time. And so that's why we focus on small doable changes. And I always share three doable changes from my conversations with other amazing humans. And not so that you go off and do all three, but so that you have the opportunity to choose one and really lean into it and Play with it and make it your own and make it fit into your life in a really doable way. And then you can move on to the next one. All right. So here are three from my conversation with Andrea. Number one, just try a healing practice. Maybe you heard one that we talked about in our chat, or this might be a great opportunity to support Andrea and order Lovable, her new book. And lovable is broken into three parts, as she shared with us, stories, childhood stories mostly, how things show up in adulthood, and a whole bunch of holistic healing practices. So you could go in and pick one of those, learn about it, and really do it for a full week and see how it affects your life. And everything that she shares, it's again, they're probably all, they all could be doable changes in themselves. So that would be a really good one is to order the book and maybe even just open the book, close your eyes and do the one that you open it to and trust that that's the one that's meant for you this week. All right, number two step out of something. Andrea shares a story about asking her husband to pick up the kids because she was at a doctor's appointment. And I totally related that story. And I also shared how I had to let go of things when I had COVID and literally was locked in a room so couldn't be of any help. And the cool thing is, is that we don't have to be at the doctor or get COVID. We can pick a thing that we're going to just step away from, step out of, and turn over to somebody else and not have to hold it ourselves. It could be picking up a kid. It could be making a dinner on a Friday night. It could be getting something scheduled so that you don't have to worry about it, right? If you're an entrepreneur, maybe you get your social, you schedule your social media and then it's not something you even have to worry about. So you're using either a person or a system to really support you and be able to step out of worrying, holding on to the thing that's weighing you down. I love that one. All right, number three. I love all of them, but That's a really good one (laughs) and something that we don't often always give ourselves permission to do. So number three, practice true self-care. That's another good one. I guess these are all really good ones, so choose the one that's most most resonant with you today. So the third one is practice true self-care. Just simply ask yourself, what does my body need right now? Just what does it need right now? Then listen. Listen. Listen to what you need right now. This is true self-care. I do believe that true self-care is not making a list of all the things and scheduling them because then we're fighting (laughs) what it is that we need, right? So it's like, what do I need right now? Listen. And does does my body need water? Do do I need to stand and feel fresh air outside or feel the sunshine? Do I need to move? Does my body need a snack, a nap? What happens if you just start listening to that need? Just reminding yourself periodically throughout the day to ask yourself, you don't have to get lost in an hour long nap or two hour long nap although you can, but if your body needs rest, you could even just close your eyes right where you are for 5 minutes. If your body says it needs fresh air, you can just walk out the door. Again, we don't have to plan this long excursion or a hike or leave for even 30 minutes. And this is such a powerful practice. And I I hugely recommend working with that one for one week as well. So lots of powerful practices here, lots of powerful doable changes. So again, choose the one that resonates with you most right now, lean into it, and then come back and experiment with the others in a different week or on a different day. All right, that's what I got for today. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much until next week, dream big, plan from your heart and have a great day.